welcome to Affinity Sundown, everybody. Get this show started. We hear your beautiful voice. How's everybody doing in the audience? Are you guys not entertained? We got a banger of a show today, man. We got a banger of a show. Absolutely. Yeah, shout out to everyone in the audience tonight. We have a, a nice show tonight. We have a, a, a group of really good guests. I've been excited all day. So I hope you guys all enjoy. We got Adam in the house. We got Hell's Fury. We got Bear. Uh, Chris, I see Chris, the CEO of Affinity himself. I see you, Chris. I can't wait for tonight. This is going to be great. Hell, so what did you uh, think about the bombs Chris was dropping us uh, on us the other day? There was so much that I literally need to go back and re-listen to it at least twice just to get it all wrote down. It was amazing. Yeah, I'm excited for uh, everything that Affinity has planned. I I have full faith in the team, everyone. I'm just uh, really excited and uh, proud to be a part of this project. Yes, me as well. Oh, here's Zach. Shout out, Zach. Uh, you don't have to bring him up. <laughs> Chris is like, leave Zach down. <laughs> Poor Zach. He speaks all the time. I feel bad. Bear, make sure you parked under uh, a cell tower. Park under the tower. He needs to climb up on the tower and sit directly next to the antenna. Uh, I tried, man. I tried. Believe me. <laughs> it's like the movie King Kong. You see, you know, you look up at uh, the Empire State Building. Instead, you look up in South Carolina and there's Bear on the cell tower. Uh, don't there. laugh. We actually have uh, an amusement down here where it's got like uh, a King Kong up on uh, a tower that looks like, uh, you know, the Empire State Building. That's going to be you, man. <laughs> Hanging off the cell could tower. Be good, could be good advertising, you know? The cops show up, news crew shows up. What are you doing up there? It's Affinity Sundown! <laughs> <laughs> right? Get away! It's Affinity Sundown! Give me my hour, would you please? <laughs> Uh, I just got uh, set up in the new digs. Uh, we got a new uh, new place to live today. Got it all hashed out. Uh, able to get in actually two days early. And uh, already got the internet uh, connected. But uh, we don't have anything else inside the house. So I couldn't stay back there. We're not moving in until tomorrow. I tried. Man. I tried. <laughs> that but, dedication uh, right there. Yeah, it's it's been a great, interesting week. Uh, it'd be nice to sleep back in my own bed again tomorrow. Uh, sleeping on a hotel bed for the last week, but it's okay. We're uh, making things happen, making some moves, and uh, you know we got a great show in store for everybody tonight. We got some uh, great folks from uh, A Nation. Um, again, this isn't financial advice. Uh, you know, it's entertainment purposes only. But uh, you know, we've invested. We have a few of us inside our uh, team, Adam Bergman uh, Telegram group. We've uh, a couple of us invested inside Air Na A Nation. Air Nation. Sorry about that. Um, they, they're great product. Um, and, uh, we brought them in here tonight. We said, uh, you know, we really want to, uh, you know, educate people on what they have to offer because, uh, it's unique. It's something that nobody else is doing as we, uh, try and stay cutting edge for you guys. And, uh, hopefully you guys will like it and, you know, maybe it'll lead you to, you know, invest or not invest. That's up to you. If you make money, that's on you. If you lose money, that's also on you. You know, we're just trying to educate you and let you know what's going on about in the world. And, uh, you know, Adam, if you want to, you know, talk a little bit about uh, A Nation until they're able to get connected, we could. Um, 
Yeah. I, I'm 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 here, but I was just waiting for. Hi, I'm Kate. Oh, Kate. Um, Kate. Hey, how you oh, doing? Oh, it's fun, yeah. sir. It's so, I'm so honored to have you here, man. I, I love your work. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, no, don't, no honor needed. Um, I just want to make sure um, um, Chuck is, he's here, but he's listening, but he's okay. not tapping. I don't think uh, he needs to tap that um, speaker symbol right to the left corner, down left, right? Right. Where Kate, I just have to, Kate, I just yes. have to ask you, is your profile picture recent? Uh, I can do that now though. I'm heavier than that right now. That was like, yeah, that was like 30, 30. No, but I, I, I don't know. The way I train is like being big is cool. But if you're, if you're big and you're like, Hey, give me like five minutes of stretch before I can kick you. I mean, that's oh, a waste God. of time. So, you know, so you got to be able to do it on call on will. So like my, my purpose has always been flexibility. My dad said to me when I was young, it's like, all right, if you want to weight train, go ahead, but you need to be able to do the splits every day. And so that was always been my, um, uh, my thing was every morning I would make sure I could do the splits. Hey, hey guys. Um, ah, there we go. Chuck Russell here. Excellent. Welcome, Chuck. Glad to nice Chuck. to meet Welcome. you, Chuck. Glad to meet you guys. Thank, Thank you for having we us. We are absolutely honored to have you guys on our show. We are, we are delighted. He's the rock star. Well, <laughs> Kate's the one who can do flying uh, axe kicks. So, yeah. I'm just a bodyguard. <laughs> I'm just a bodyguard. That's all. And we have to also thank uh, the Adam Bergman, the Berg, uh, for introducing us to what you've got to offer. And the floor is absolutely yours to you know speak as what you want to do as long as you want. Great. Do we look? We just like to introduce ourselves. A Nation is a tokenized film production company. Really, it's a it's a media company. Uh, we'll be producing our own films. We're busy building a great community. Uh, with our token holders. Uh, it's something new that Hollywood is very ready for. Okay. Um, yeah. So, you know, you guys uh, know generally how tokenomics works. So it's 8% buy, 15% sell, 10% total goes back, 10% from 23% goes back to the holders, you know, all the typical standard things. But what we want to use with it and do with it is to essentially not have to sell a single token and based on volume, utilize the tax because the 20% of the total supply is in the development wallet. It's not really used for the development uh, as in selling tokens more wise, the tax off the development wallet as a holder using that uh, to aid in funding um, films. So we um, there's three things. One, we want to really make it known that we're about creativity. So supporting creative minds is number one. Uh, number two will be the community. And then um, number, so number one, creativity. Number two, the community. And number three, being global. So a lot of um, films right now or whatnot wouldn't do so well globally unless it's like... Um, um, you know, the Avengers or whatnot, but that's just comic, you know, it's global no matter what. But the point is our um, Chuck style is always wanting to hit the global market. Um, that's pretty much something. Maybe I, I should clarify that I'm, I've been in the film industry successfully for more than 25 years. I love movies. I love streaming television. My films have grossed over a billion dollars worldwide. I've handled millions of dollars in the productions themselves as an executive producer and a producer and of course a director 
And my best known films are The Mask with Jim Carrey and Scorpion King with Dwayne Johnson. I started with Nightmare on Elm Street 3. I got my turn with Freddy Krueger. So you, you may not know me, but you may know my films. Uh, we are already active in the film business. I'm going to use all my contacts. I'm dedicating myself to this company. And all my, all my contacts already in Hollywood are, are very interested, very excited about the possibility of us using crypto to energize finance. They're thirsty. It's, uh, it's, it's quite a thing. It's time has come. We all know it's a trillion dollar plus ecosystem worldwide. And my films are known globally. So I'm really putting, putting my whole career on the line moving forward with this. This is, this is a, a situation where the media hype that is part of naturally a film, that, that I, I say hype, hype in a very positive way because I'm proud of delivering on the hype on my films, that will, uh, of course, make the tokens more valuable. That's a business that involves hype as well. Every time I announce a film, I believe the tokens will become more valuable. The tokenization gives us the ability to help finance these films. Factual hype. I think. Absolutely. Thank you. Yes. Uh, I, I not, have to not, say Dream Warriors was uh, my favorite of the Nightmare on Elm Street line because I was a huge Dokken fan back in the day. And, oh, you know, man. Of course, you know, the soundtrack, man, you know? <laughs> imagine me. Imagine me as a metal fan sitting on the floor of the studio while they recorded it. Giving oh my God. work work. Oh, gee, I, I've got goosebumps right now, man. I can imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying to Duncan, dream warriors don't want to dream no more. Shouldn't you be dream warriors? We're going to dream. <laughs> right. <laughs> working on the lyrics, working on the lyrics. And still yeah. I got this I got to see him, I think, at our twenty fifth. They had some kind of twenty fifth anniversary, one of these uh one of the big uh, Comic Con type shows. I got to see him again after all those years. That was fun. A great great fun, my first gig directing. Wonderful, um, wonderful. Guys, Shock. can I can I just add to something here, if you guys don't mind? Of course, um, yes, we're good. Uh, yeah. Chuck, how are you, Kate? How are you guys? Good, good, uh, good, good. Adam, great, great to hear you. See you. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Pleasure, pleasure is. Absolutely I love, I loved your, I loved your YouTube on uh, <laughs> on A Nation. Really cool, man. Thank you. So that's what I was going to say. Uh, a lot of people don't know what goes on behind the scenes uh, to make my YouTube videos. I actually do an interview. Uh, I was able to speak to Chuck. I was able to speak to Cade and my Zoom even ran out. I have the free one because I'm broke. But uh, we were on the <laughs> phone for we were on the phone for over an hour. I mean, I had no idea. I, I, I didn't even realize it was Chuck and Cade, to be honest with you. I had like a coffee walking around in, in, in a mall. I'm like, oh, I got to take this call. But anyways, the point is we shot the shit like... Normal human beings, like, it was not even a big deal. We talked. First of all, Chuck has crazy passion. Like, he's so excited to, to, to be able to utilize his skills, his connections, his know-how, his, um, his status in Hollywood and bring an independent uh, production company. Not just him making movies for us, right? Because now us, I say we're the team, but also for a lot of producers that aren't able to make their movies because of the uh politics that's happening behind hollywood and there's literally something called uh hollywood families so if you're not part of a hollywood family it's super hard to break in so that he's really helping a lot of people Cade, he's a really smart dude man me and him we're talking about parachains we were talking about polka dot and i don't know if you guys really know about crypto but anybody that can speak to you about parachains and polka dot they have just a little bit more knowledge of cryptocurrency i don't know where it ends but listen, we had a high, 
uh, high-level conversation about cryptocurrency, and he was super duper excited as well. And how many times do you guys invest in a product in the real world, and especially in crypto, where the person making the product has no experience in the underlining field? Well, right now we have one of the you know best producers. He has you know I'm not going to argue who's the best producer, but he, he's an amazing producer. He's an A-list producer. He has A-list movies. You you can't even doubt that. Cade. A-list stuntman, man. He's been in a lot of movies. They definitely have the knowledge and the know-how of Hollywood. We can't debate that. Now they're bringing this project to us. And I was talking about it on the roundtable yesterday. First, it was like the whole reflection push. Then it was the whole passive income push. Well, now there's the whole real-world equity push where you're buying pieces of real estate through decentralization. You're buying music rights through decentralization. And now you're being able to buy music uh, uh, film rights through tokenization and it doesn't just stop of so people like oh well okay they have utility right you can't question it we have utility there's no freaking questions that's utility but then people like okay well where's the growth okay not a problem chuck can do three movies at a time that's it and that's a great feat but after that we're going to be onboarding uh producers actors so on and so forth where you're able to uh vest your tokens think about it as staking and that staking, you're going to get rewards, but that staking money is going to be used to produce other movies un- under the watchful eye of Chuck and Cade. So they're not actually going to be doing the movie, but they're going to be helping and, and you know, bringing, bringing it's, stuff it, it, to... It, it, classical executive producing. There you uh, go. And, and, and it, we're also dealing with the possibility of co- co-productions with studios I'm affiliated with. So that we're, not have to, we're, not, we're not going to be making movies necessarily with 100% crypto. Hollywood's just starting to trust that, and they're realizing with the fluidity between fiat and crypto, there's absolutely no reason not to to generate films with crypto. So we will be doing co-productions, we will be doing our own productions, and it's not uh, it's not favors. These people need equity sources, so it, it's something where there's a real demand. Yeah, absolutely. That man. is so huge, so huge. I think it'll catch like wildfire. I'm serious. Literally, every, every one of my contacts in Hollywood says, I know they like the idea because they, they say, oh, we were thinking of something like that, which is a Hollywood way of trying to, trying to jump in on a good idea. Guys, and they, have, they have growth. Kate thought of growth too, guys. Besides for, sorry to cut you off, Kate, I just want people to understand because I, I don't think people understand that you actually know what the f you're talking about like people don't realize you're doing you're jacked and you're doing these splits and people don't people don't realize you're a smart dude and let me so yeah so so adam one thing we talked about was um the polka dot parachain uh, and now let me walk you guys through it real quick and then you guys will understand where my mind is uh say a movie costs 200 million dollars of that 200 million dollars 50 million dollars uh can be put into the the a vested which is allows people to take the ant token and vest it into a specific project we have 20 projects go at it as creating full trailers of the films that they want to make quick um bits that chuck came with the perfect idea to allow people to get the, the idea of what it is then they go to the holders and they put their trailers out the holders decide if they choose them, they have to take their token and want to invest it for the period that it takes for them to make the movie. The coolest part is this. Say it takes 200, um, um, I'm sorry, say it takes 20 million to create this film. Five, five million 
is 25% of ownership would then be split up into NFT contracts. Each uh, contract saves $50 because it's five, five mil, um, five, $5 million. So we have 100,000 100, NFT, each NFT $50. That's the, that's the, um, what it's technically value. It doesn't have any value yet, but that's what um, the split will be. Then you would take uh, your amount of ANTN. Say, for example, at that point, your ANTN is at 10 cents per token. So you take that amount that you put in, say you put $10,000 worth of ANTN into the tokens, you get uh, a certain amount of uh, NFTs back for, for that value. So we'll say a thousand, um, a thousand NFT um, that you get and you hold. Movie gets made, profit comes out, movie brings in 200 million, 25% uh, goes back to the holders, that's 25 million, 25 million breakdown, that's $500 per NFT, you just 10X, you get your token in it, then at that point, you either hold on to that NFT as residuals kick in because now you are a 25% fractional owner of this film because all those NFTs equal 25%. You split that profit. When the film goes, for example, it takes to streaming, gets more revenue, you get residuals off of that. It goes right to the NFT contract automatically. No worries, no nothing. You can see it right on the contract, what's happening. That will never happen in Hollywood right now. You would not know where your residuals will come up right now. Okay, that's part of the accounting issues that there is in Hollywood. Now you take the NFT, you can sell it, whatever it is. But here's the coolest part, guys. You get back your ANTN token after this vested period is over. You take back your ANTN. And token at that point, it's like you staked because at that point, a nation should value should have increased because of our ecosystem and our expansion. Once it does, now you are on that side and the other side. And then we need to go into the Treasury Dow, that's a possibility, which is a big player of uh, a production we could do. And then we didn't even go to the Treasury Dow statement of, hey guys, we Chuck decided that he will make one film based on your votes, meaning the voting of whatever you guys want will be taken down to three scenarios, three scripts, and then he will pick from those three to create the film that you want to be seen. And that DAO will then be your, all of you would get a fractional piece of that. So you get to say that I had a hand in a film and own a part of a film that Chuck Russell created. Oh, yuck a shot. Can I, Dude, can I, I add? can't even follow that up with an emoji because that is just wow. You guys really need to know how lucky you are to get in this early on something so unique as these guys have. It's phenomenal. I just wanted to add to what Kate's saying about community. It's very important to me. I, I uh, came from outside Hollywood for sure. Uh, and I'd love to give people the other kind of opportunities I've had. And throughout my career, because I come from theater, I'm very comfortable giving people opportunities. I know what I'm doing creatively. Uh, I gave Patricia Arquette her first leading role. You mentioned Elm Street 3. I'm very proud to have given Dwayne Johnson his first leading role in Scorpion King, which he so nailed and has such a terrific career. Cameron Diaz had never acted before. I had to fight for her uh, with the studio. They really, really didn't want Cameron. I had to put my job on the line to use her. This will give me freedom to be able to use new talent and our community will have some of the first looks, we will follow up on that. And the filmmakers in our community will have access through our incubator to present new ideas to us. We won't be stuck with the old studio format 
of remake after remake. We're not stuck with 100 Marvel movies that cost $200 million and don't. Chuck, yes. why did you bring up the incubator? They're going to be like, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I'll, let, I'll let you elaborate, Kate. We have roadmaps in place and all these plays that people say and this and that. And, you know, essentially, um, what's the best product? Um, the best product is advancing or improving on another product that exists out there. You know, you always reverse engineer something and you create something better out of it. So the point is not only are we causing such a tremendous change and the key thing is um, evolution. You know, we're not trying to go at Hollywood like, hey, David and Goliath, though that was my mindset at the beginning, and Chuck pretty much smacked me on the hand like a child and said, no, we are not doing that. This needs to be a collaboration so that people understand and we'll bring them in. You can't, um, you know, you can't, um, how should I say, you can't force a group or this and that. You always got to, you know, be be mindful about uh, bringing everyone in and that's how they be able, everyone's able to grow. But the point, yep. Go ahead, Kate. So the incubator is pretty much designed so that anyone that has an amazing idea, whatever it is, you know, how it is, it, if it's media specific, and there's even things that people don't even think about. Like, for example, like a lot of people are underserved. Like you have people who um, have soundtrack for the film and whatnot. Imagine you watch a movie right now and there's no music. So <laughs> we're able to... Like yeah, exactly. Right. That was the point. Right. So the thing is that, you know, our incubator will allow these groups to be able to they have a great idea. They bring it in. And though it's not, you know, something grand like everyone sees, but we see the potential to help them to be able to create um, to help to increase our value for our holders to be able to allow this idea to grow from, you know, creation um, uh, to fruition. We will help them and we'll, we will take them through the process. And then our holders will get a piece of it too, as the same, like a, a, a DAO setup system. So everyone walks up together. The whole point is this, like everyone will get, will all rise and rise together. You know, a, gr a great okay. example of that is I just finished directing a $20 million movie. Cade's one of our stars. Our composer, it'll be his first composing credit. That's just my nature. It's a big win-win. Uh, and that music so freshens up the mu movie from this young composer. So this is my nature anyway. It's not some kind of crypto hype. We'll be, we'll, we'll be winning off the community bringing new talent in. And the community will be winning off of us as they get access to live streaming of our stunt rehearsals, uh, a, a look into our movies. They'll learn something about film. And frankly, it'll be entertaining as well. Chuck, I just want to thank you for bringing Cameron Diaz uh, to Hollywood. <laughs> I had I had a poster on my wall growing up as a kid. I have, I just want to thank you for that. <laughs> they didn't want her. You guys know that, right? They didn't want her. No, they. I, I had to film. They literally it blew their mind that I wanted an, someone who'd never acted in, in the lead female role. That was so important. But the truth is, gang, there really is such a thing as chemistry. And Jim and Cameron together. I, it, Jim Carrey was a better actor in readings with Cameron Diaz by far. I understand those things, but the, the bureaucracy of a studio may not. Again, that's the win-win on my side is I get to use the creative freedom without a, a huge, a huge, honestly, it was a battle. 
to get Cameron on board the film. She she knows I stood up for her. She had to do eight callbacks, eight, for for them to finally have said, I said guys, you've seen the whole film. And uh, Jim was, of course, 100% behind having her in that role as well, who's a big help. So there's a lot of... A lot of uh, you know, campfire stories about these films, but that's but, that's one of the most amazing ones. Chuck, just t- tell them, like, how, you know, will you be able to even make a film like that right now? You know, with, with, with that, the that's, way listen, things are that's going. one of my biggest motivations here. Uh, the studio system is great. I have friends in the studio system. We'll be doing co-productions with them, I hope. But they're very, very corporatized now. There's a deeper bureaucracy every year. That means they're, the mindset is covering themselves on the downside. They, they're more, it's more and more difficult to get anything creative or anything new. The Mask was practically a new genre. I mean, it's a CGI musical that's a comedy thriller with a body count. I mean, starring Jim Carrey, who actually was not known at that time. Ace Ventura had not been released. They still considered him an unknown. Right. So fi- you know, that fight will no longer be a problem as we start our own media company. Yeah, I, I know. I definitely see that as uh, one of Jim's better movies, as he was. That was his really hot time, and you know, it was definitely a unique movie for the time. I totally enjoyed the mask. It, it, it was it was really fun to make. The fun we had on this set is on the screen. It's it's really a special film. Thank you, Chuck. Let me ask you: Where uh, are your movies that you're producing? Are they going to be on Netflix? Are they going to be on? Uh, you know, the big screen in the movie theaters, where are you going to be releasing these movies? Each project will attract a different best deal is how I can say it. So, you know, maybe we'll make an overall deal with Netflix. We've got, we're just starting this company now. So I have relationships with Netflix. I have relationships with, I've, I've, I've made films for almost all the major studios at one time or another. So we will be using their distribution. We'll be making, we'll probably be making our first, two or three movies to their best profit for us and our team and our, our holders. Uh, and then we'll probably go into overall deals. We're, we're going to be making distribution deals. It's the very best way in the marketplace to come in and put a film on market and create almost an auction for it. It's still the most popular. That's still the most profitable way to do what I would still call independent films, but they will be films at different budget levels from what is more, more considered traditionally an independent film budget to big sci-fi that we can still do with all the best CGI people and all the best distribution. That's what's unique. No overhead, so, transparent accounting, but a, a, a unlimited range of films. So um, the, the key thing that you guys, um, um, so you guys kind of um, you get the idea with uh, Chuck and I, the first initiation of us going into this will be um, science action is the the route we are going at the beginning and then we'll expand from there but so just you guys get the idea of where we're starting um this uh, um, action sci-fi but it will be the stud community that that i have or that you know that's that i know will be the some of the top tier guys and then on top of it they're probably one of the most underserved uh, group of people in Hollywood because mm-hmm. it's always um, let's get everything, get the main person, get the actor that can lock in the bottom line, this and that. But then they get all that money and then they just kind of feed it off until they get to the last bit. And then they're like, all right, now give it the, the rest, which would be, end up being the stunt people. Mm-hmm. So they have to maximize with very uh, no- a nominal amount. So we really want to really want to show what, 
true, real, new style stunt can do if they have their creativity maximized. Chuck and I are very, very adamant in R&D. So we want to not only come into this like, oh yeah, create films that are really cool. We want to be able to start creating technical things that hasn't been seen yeah, we'll, we'll be We'll be using, we'll be uh, research and develop on new technologies. That's how the mask was su successful from one of the earliest uses of CGI. There's even There's even more new stuff out there in the tech workshops, people that are all available to us. Have we stressed how global this, this yeah. company will be? The, my, my, I, it sounds like I'm bragging on myself, but I, I, specifically, no, well, I specifically at one point in my career, I, I, had, I had a comedy early in my career. My first producing gig was Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield. Big hit in America. I was a super young producer, thought it was a hot shot, didn't do well overseas. I was motivated with my next comedy as a director, which was The Mask, to do something so international, it would work in every country. And my approach actually worked. I, I remain, my brand has fans all over the world. So, you know, we, we'll, we'll be doing films with universal themes. I've just, I've learned how to do that. So we're looking at a global audience and we're actually looking at talent globally too. Yeah, can I just say you've worked on probably a good seventy-five to eighty percent of some of my all-time favorite movies. That's a huge compliment. <laughs> Thank you, man. No, Thank I've watched you. almost all of your movies that you've made. I'm like, oh my god, this is crazy. Well, uh, I now people go on. Go ahead. No, I was going to say. Uh, so when say we're investing in a nation, and I know funds are going towards a movie. So what happens is. As you guys say, cap out for the finances you figure for that movie. Do like funds get kind of like filters over to like the next movie you guys are working on, the next project or something like you're working on? Just yeah, we can. Yeah, we continue. So we will have um, whatever comes in, you know, um, probably because we're um, producing and this and that, the rights. And um, the, the biggest thing is at the well, whatever percentage that we're collaborating or whatever we're part of that uh, 5% uh, equivalent to the net profits that come from um, the um, a nation will go back to the holders. But as it goes back to the holders, it doesn't just reward you based on the tokens you hold. It really is to reward those that held the longest. So if you hold, if you held it longer, say for example, two guys, same amount of tokens. If one held it for five months, the other one will hold it for one month. The guy, the guy is going to hold it for five months and get more because you know how ridiculous it is with the stock market where like, oh, just time it so you can get the dividend. You know, like that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. So the way we want to ensure that it's very fair is the longer you've been with us, the more you're deserving you should get from the profits. And you guys got to remember 5% of a couple hundred, you know, whatever amount that is from a global box office is no joke, you know, net profit. So that's the key thing. Another part of that question is the sounds like it's the fund itself and yes it will be a revolving fund and again i've been responsible for this kind of thing in the past uh we make sure that we balance the genres and you know how we perceive the the global commerciality of these films so that we can keep renewing the fund with the profit of the films as well yes and then also remember this is a beginning of a hybrid system okay so it's fiat world with crypto world 
So what's the problem with, with Fiat world? It's really, you know, hard to know where what is what's going. And that's what we want to change. So as we as we evolve and as we grow, as we're able to get more under the wing of the, the crypto blockchain side, then things will become more and more transparent. So right now it's like you're you're going in with the potential, but it's just like every other crypto. I'm sorry if you guys hear my dog snore. It's my little Frenchie. He's just, he's just like I'm like uh, yeah, I'm like booting him in the butt, and he's just like no, no, don't, don't yeah. wait. That dog is named Chronos. I'm the cutest. No, it's my it's my it's my little a little Frenchie. He's like. Yeah, he snores like a maniac. Uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Kronos, stop. <laughs> so, um, what you call it? So, you know, it's it's so it's it, it's a process, and we want everyone to get involved and truly see it for what it is and where we want to go down the road. Essentially, I'll come to a point where we want a nation to become something that is of a case study where it shows people we do this for a couple years that we can put everything under the umbrella of a nation and we could protect with anti-piracy so all our streaming all our films everything that comes out from us locked into some kind of form of protection you know blockchain coding with the nfts so people can't jack our stuff so we can maximize the return for everyone involved you know to uh anti um um reclamation of privacy which that what does that mean that means to reclaim one's privacy so everything we do right now we're all right now technically they can record us right now we can't stop it and they have that information they can data you know they can data scrounge right now and take all our data right now right now as we speak right now you know and that's because we accept it to be able to use this form of of media so why not you know create something that allows people to not have to do that and allow them the option of if you want your data to be used we will give you a residual we will give you payment to use your data for data analysis you know while, while the films wow. themselves are going to make the tokens more valuable and we will be heavy on our pr and heavy on our access of course to our community yes you know chuck you said something that was uh really valuable to you know all the listeners here you you told us that, you know, your name is on this project, Cade, same with you. And I think that holds a lot of weight, especially with a lot of uh, BSC projects and a lot of tokens today, because there are so many bullshit projects out there. But the fact that you have such a big reputation, you're, you know, a successful movie producer and, you know, you put your name on this project. I feel that that holds a lot of weight. And that was uh, actually, you know, I don't know if it went over everyone's head, but when you said that, it, uh, it, it means a lot because you, obviously you don't want to ruin your repu uh, reputation and you're looking out for all the investors. I think that that is awesome. Exactly. Thank you for saying that. And, and here's, here's a little secret about Hollywood. Just so people under, I think some of this goes over people's heads a little bit. We're extremely real about this. I just finished directing a $20 million film. That film was pieced together in a traditional way for independent film here and there to have a, a crypto fund that makes this more consistent and a fund that we call a revolving fund is literally a dream of everybody in Hollywood. This will catch on like wildfire as soon as people understand how functional it is. So liquidity yes, war chess. Exactly. The, the secret of Hollywood, uh, Hollywood spends a lot of time hyping itself, but you'd be amazed. They're always on a search for equity. And the foreign equity that's been a big part, those of you who know a lot about the film industry will know what I'm talking about. 
the changes in global politics and everything have dried up that equity. About every 10 years, there's some new form of equity. It's always changing. And right now, no one knows where it's coming from next. I have no idea. When I started researching this on my own, there's absolutely no reason not to engage crypto in, in this level, top level of filmmaking. So, gang, we could go to the moon, as you guys say, and, and make terrific. We're, I mean, it's true. We're, we're aiming for Mars, movies. and we'll land on the moon. We're just making a pit stop on the moon. We're still going further out there. But I tell you, I was just over on deck screener, and I'm looking to see where the numbers are because I keep an eye on these things. And uh, looking from when you guys launched, this is definitely one of the most stable lateral and climbing freaking uh, investments that I've seen in a while. So, you know, hats off to you guys. Yeah, shout by the out way, to Cade for the bots. <laughs> by the by the way, uh, any 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 cells or reds that you guys see on there, it, it, it's because of me testing the contract. So don't even get that twisted, okay? It's barely any cells at all. And my cells probably account for I don't know a significant amount because uh, you know you test a contract on the test net. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to react the same on the main net. So um, you know I'm running a full like internal audit right now to ensure that just all the coding, everything. Um, there's no hiccups or anything like that, so we can catch it in time. And I really appreciate this community because they've allowed me to be able to have that time to be able to ensure that everything's locked down now. Because, you know, I mean, one point it ends up, the valuation would be so high and be like, I'll probably have a heart attack if any attempt to, you know, mess with anything later on, you know? So uh, the good thing about now is to ensure that everything is smooth, transactions are good, you know, transaction um, um, um fees are nominal you know as low as possible and be able to work the system on the mainnet to ensure that it's proper and it's operating efficiently i was so impressed uh, when we first started talking about this kate and i uh because we didn't want whales coming in we wanted and can, we want to continue this way with grassroots we, we don't any, we don't want anyone uh using our token to make a little money and disappear i would just be recreating the bureau bureaucracy that exists in hollywood now with big exactly. power players if we're grassroots, then we hold the power as a community. That's that's yeah. what's so terrific, and Kate has managed to implement that. Yeah, I declined one point three million dollars of venture cap right off the bat because I'm 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 Vietnamese, so there was a huge Vietnamese group that they wanted to come in like around five hundred thousand, and I just straight declined them right away because I'm like, yeah, you guys will vest for a certain period of time. Once your vesting period's over, you're gonna dump no matter what. I'm like, you're you know, you're you're venture cap. You have to don't. You have to move on to the next project. That's not what we want. We want people to be uh, believers. You know, what's the most powerful thing in 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 in, in uh, human life is belief. Your belief system can cause wars. Your belief system can cause greatness. So you know that's the key. If you have a group of believers that that to that core, they're your first line of defense. They're your wall. They're your protectors, and they will. Nope, not gonna use a bad word. Uh, they will <laughs> crap. They will crap. They will crap on the footage nah, for you. You, know? you don't gotta worry about the filters here, brother. I know. I just don't. I don't like. I, I'm trying to not nah, to, like curse here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's just my my. I don't want to be. I don't. I, I personally just don't want to have control of my potty mouth. You know. <laughs> and listen, that really matches uh, the style of films that I make. If you like any of my films, you you probably you may notice the love and rooting interest I put into this. We make positive films. It's one of the reasons that it, it works so well globally. I do, I've do. i done horror, drama, thriller, action, 
and there's always a lot of heart. There's all, we're always rising up the human spirit everywhere we can. And that's exactly how we're treating this community. So this is, this is really how Kate and I live our lives and do our business as well. And one of the best things that I can see here is uh, it's like not only you guys are uh, such a great project with potential, but you also teamed up with one of my most favorite projects of Affinity in, in handling some of your distribution going through Adapt. I mean, come on. How much better than that can you get? And that was very organic, too. That's the key thing. Chuck and I work on a very organic system. What I mean by that is that organic, not organic in growth, too, but organic in, like, letting things happen and move at the rate that needs to happen. And naturally, if you have positive thinking and you do things on a, a point of, of good karma, things will just come along and they'll just fall into place. And exactly, Chris and his um, Chris and his supporters um came in and they uh chris and i just chat the night before and he was just making sure i was okay and everything was safe for uh, the contract and whatnot and um the next morning um woke up and next thing you know it just popped in my head and i was like hey you guys want to get into it? i think chris chris put our uh, a nation on the um adapt and then he told me and then i was just like hey uh, you guys want to use adapt you know you can use adapt so then it just from there just bloomed and it just went nuts like we went from non-existent to number five or four on uh, the adapt usage so it was pretty cool i mean it was fun for everyone using that i think it gave them the ability to understand and know that it's safe and they're not sending in copy paste to a contact address or an address they don't know essentially they had to trust me because who the hell is this guy pretty much putting this project up and then he's pretty much telling us send me your tokens and i will send you <laughs> I, I mean, send me your crypto and I'll send you ANTN token afterwards, I promise. And that's why I was very adamant in sending within seconds or minutes or whatever, how fast I can move for everyone because I wanted them to know that I was, you know, I was doing this manually by myself, but I wanted them to know that I know what it means. I know how how anxiety driven it can be to have your funds out there and not, not know what could happen to it, you know? Yeah, and you know, it was so smooth the purchase, and it went so quickly. And I'm not trying to toot the affinity horn, but I tell you, it was really quick when we went and did the buys. And it, everybody said that I was like, wow, that was so quick, you know. So, hats, hats off to those guys. I uh, am affinity did an amazing that. job, affinity did a, a fantastic job, and made this thing so absolutely easy. We it was great. I'll toot you guys' horn, you guys did a great job. Great partnership. Great partnership. Good. Thank you, Adam. We have we have an incredible team, a core team. Yep. Uh, and uh, Cade really was pushing hard to make sure everybody gets paid. I was literally going back and forth texting with him. The guy puts his heart and soul into this project, man. I see behind the scenes. It's the truth. Thanks, Adam. Thanks. You stood behind everything you said, and you know uh, I ain't selling it. If you notice there's a spike on uh, on the on the you know the, the uh, purchases tomorrow, that's probably me buying more. <laughs> Much appreciated. <laughs> support support evolution, right? 
Can, yeah, and can, the other thing is, I've been over inside your Telegram group a couple of times, and the reason you guys are here today is because I kind of woke up like 3 o'clock in the morning the other day, and I just, like, I just hopped in there just to BS a little bit, and it was like, one thing led to another. It's like an epiphany. It's like, hey, I wonder if we can get them on Affinity Sundown, and it happened, and I was like, yeah. one of those spur-in-a-moment things. I'm so grateful that I did that. <laughs> well, look, okay, here's the thing. You guys, you guys got to understand something. You know, Chuck is at a level he, he, he's at. If he's arrogant, right? There's there's cocky and there's arrogance. He's not even cocky, but like he's not definitely not arrogant because I asked him, like, Chuck, will you at launch uh, just come into the room out of the blue? I'm like, at the official launch when I stopped the the anti bot situation, um, the finalization of dropping the tax down to the, the original fifteen percent. I said, Will you come in and just talk to the people and really just enjoy the atmosphere of the people it didn't matter how many people it was we just go in and we just have a conversation there was probably only like 11 12 people in there but we had a full like i don't know a good 30 40 oh actually no i'm sorry almost an hour just chatting with everybody and you know i was trying to get people in and they just didn't want to ask them it's like i'm like are you guys starstruck or something just ask the question you know i'll answer you no problem but simple things like that you know it shows what kind of character he has you know I yeah, guess I think that's a compliment, Kate. I'm not sure, but yeah. it is. <laughs> you talk to your people. Just say that. Very confident. He's just keeping be. it humble. Yeah. Humble. You, know, you guys are welcome to stay as long as you want. I was like, I know right now we're, we're about ten to nine, um, and you know, you stay as long as you want. I know there's a couple of people that want to get up and ask some questions. Um, are you free to take some questions? You let me know when we want to stop. You can stay as long as you want. You are more than welcome. I'm Chuck. I'm good for I'm good for another ten minutes at least. I mean, let's have I'd love to have have some questions from your community. All right, uh, Slick Rick, uh, looks like you're up at bat. You got a question? Hit it. Yeah, Chuck, and uh, man, that's awesome, dude. The mask, man, that that goes back to my childhood when I was younger, man. It's awesome, dude. Yeah, thank wow. you so much. I, I just came in here because uh, I, you know, I saw Affinity and I was like, oh, okay. And I seen this. I was like, whoa. I'm like, what did I walk into? This is actually <laughs> really awesome. Uh, Dude, I've been trying yeah, to I don't know what to say. Time. Guys, just, I, I, I didn't know, man. And wow. Okay. <laughs> That's incredible. I, so much. That that I wanted to come up and just say that. I, wow. <laughs> I watched that movie at least a few times. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> right yes, it, was, it was as much fun to make as it looks, I'm telling you, man. That was a, a great, tight uh, indie crew, independent film crew. People think that was a $100 million budget movie. No, it wasn't. That movie was made for under $20 million. I'm very proud of that. It grossed over $320 million, one of the most successful independent films ever made. And that's what oh, I want to do with this new project. Million? Mm-hmm. Wow. That was that, I did. I uh, shot that for actually eleven million, and seven million dollars went to ILM for the CGI. So, do you guys understand what this man can truly do? <laughs> this wish- is not this. Do you guys have to under? I mean, this is the biggest thing I think I have to state for a fact. Every okay, single crypto you guys see right now, everything that's on, um, you know, exchange, whatnot, things coming out, they're all based on potential hype and uh, hypotheticals. This is based on a man's career that's older than the crypto um, industry itself. He has proven it with over, we're talking about money box office back then. His films have grossed over a billion dollars worldwide. But the fact that he's proof of work 
Okay, he's proven his work already. All we're trying to prove is what can crypto fund aid in funding a film. Essentially, that's what it is. If you just go with that base bottom line, bottom end minimal, what do you guys think will happen? Without any of the other things I told you guys about. Good question. Uh, so, is it true you just started getting into crypto just around the time of COVID starting, and you've taught yourself all this since then? I start. Uh, so I was from the stock market. So I was like, I'm like a very um, um, into the charts, you know, uh, technical analysis to like the nth, ninth degree, and then I kind of got over to crypto because I was tired of the stock market. In that, you know, I was part of the. GME, like AMC group, like in the battle line, front battle lines with the Wall Street bets guys. Like I was one of the first one I came, I came out with them. And then what happens, I uh, went to crypto after COVID because I just saw something different. Even though it was volatile, I was like, all of this analytical, all of it is math, all of it I can predict, all of it I can just look on the blockchain and calculate when things can move and I can uh, assess like where things could possibly go and it's all math like picking choosing the right decisions you know it's better than being on the stock market where you have big giant uh behind the scene things going on manipulating it even in crypto you have a huge world that manipulates a, a a position he leveraging everyone else out because people you know margin calls and they, he's like right at the line he looks to the on you can look right on the on chain and you see him sell Boom, it just dropped right below, say, the 46,000 marker. Boom, people margin call leverage out, out, out. You know right away it's coming. Then you just wait until that drops. And then you come in and you sit pretty and let it ride back up. So that was my beginning. And then I was like, got into what the beauty of, of the technology was. So I went and thank you to COVID that allowed to have Princeton to allow to have, you know, blockchain development courses online. And I took one, it was an eight month course to get certified. So I took that, but of course it's not like solidity, you know, it's different solidity. Um, creating a smart contract was different. So yeah, it took me a little bit of time just to like, it was only like three months. I had to really dial in on the smart um, contract. So I hired developers to create, I worked with them and then slowly I got integrated myself into knowing what the smart contract. I'm nowhere near Chris's level, but the point is that I know what I'm looking at and I know to adjust and move when I need to move. Dude, I, I know people that have been in crypto for like 10, 15 years and don't have half the knowledge that I'm hearing from you. I'm just like, my mind's just freaking blown. I mean, I saw that when I watched the video from Adam, but I'm just hearing you talk. And I'm like, oh my God, this guy knows his shit. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I just do. To, be, to be honest with you, I am... Yeah, no, I appreciate it. That's what it is. Right there, you just said the one word. Originally, when I, uh, uh, so it's kind of like when you go through life and you never find that thing that calls you on, you know? It's like, it's like I, I can't, it's hard to explain, but I'm like a, um, a kid with definitely ADHD, as you can tell me. Like, blah, 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 blah. But the whole point is that <laughs> You're good. I never got attached to anything. You know, I always found things that I like and it put me in a position where I am to today now. But I never got into something that drove me to a level of like of of love that I was like it didn't it didn't matter what I was doing. I wanted to just be in it. 
And this was like, I, I probably beat the living crap out of myself mentally and physically uh, from not being physical because I trained constantly and I couldn't train because I was like sitting there like I actually have like my tailbone is sore from sitting in one spot for too long because I'm like laptop front, you know, phone right, other tablet to the right, other tablet, iPhone to the right. Got to be able to handle iOS and hand, handle Android at the same time because people <laughs> look at different things and you have to walk through people who do not know crypto. So now I have to like literally talk to them on the phone, calm them down. It's okay. It's okay. I'm not angry. Just, Kate, just take Kate, your time. Kate, I want to jump in and say something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I don't know if I can express this exactly right. Um, I, I've gotten to work with some of the most disciplined actors and action actors in Hollywood, uh, which has been an honor. Tom Cruise, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Dwayne Johnson, Kate Vu. And there is there. I see a very strong tie between the level of discipline it takes to train, to do martial arts, to box competitively, as Kate has done, with this whole uh, discipline it takes to learn crypto. When Cade sits up for 48 hours straight fighting bots <laughs> from, our, from, our, from our site, literally, I'm on the phone with him, have you slept? He's a warrior, okay? So I, I, I just think, it's, I think this is a, a new kind of almost future warrior. That's Cade Vu. No, the thing is like, okay, so I have the passion and my fear of failing people is way higher than the fear of like anything else. Like when I have people who are dependent on me, I, that fear of, of failing them is more fearful than the fear of failing myself. If I, I, don't, I don't know if that makes sense. Kate, you, know you know who you remind me of? You remind me of a really jack version of two lamb. I don't know if you know who two lamb is. Oh, yeah, I know. I don't. Yeah, I, I know who he is. Yeah. I love, I love two lamb. He was special forces. Uh, he teaches a tactics uh, course. Yeah. I, I know exactly who he is. Yeah. I know yeah. exactly. He, I was born in the uh, Philippines refugee camp, like around, like he knows he's seen the, 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 all the, he was, he's older. So he, he, he was in, in itself, but like I've, I was born in the uh, Philippines refugee camp in Vietnamese. So my parents had to escape the Vietnam war, the whole entire thing. So, yeah. God bless you, brother. I mean, in the future, if you ever do an action, you know, war movie, you should uh, play nope. land. <laughs> nope. Nope. I'm Vic, good. Are you trying to get in there to be an extra? I hear you, man. <laughs> you, you guys will have access through our community. I know it sounds like hype. It's not. You know, the, the bottom line of all this, uh, trust me from my experience, Hollywood needs crypto. Okay? It's not just us. Yep. Uh, and, and the community is what Kate and I want to develop that is so grassroots with great folks like you. I say on our website something that I believe in my heart. We are the audience and the audience is us. I'm telling you guys, the future has begun. Hollywood and crypto. Mark my words. If you guys are recording this, you'll play it again in a few years. Okay. That's oh, absolutely. It's going to be on Spotify sometime this week. Well, Great. Great. So we, we welcome we welcome all to to a new approach to film finance, to filmmaking, and to a film community with crypto. This, this is this. I guess it sounds like a sign off. I can't beat that. Any any other questions? I personally have to go. Yeah. Any other questions? Yeah. Uh, real quick, we got Savior Berserker. It's your floor, real quick before he heads out. Hey, right on. I appreciate it, fellas. Uh, man, you guys, awesome. I don't want to get too long, but. My favorite movies. That's all I have to say. <laughs> um, how do I get in? I'm sold. How do I? How do I figure out how to buy something? Yeah, you just go to adapt.exchange, and right there you can uh, put in a nation and just trade your BNB for a nation, and you know you swap it right there. Right, Chris? That's it. That's awesome. I all appreciate right. it so much, man. 
it sounds like an outstanding project. You guys uh pre-kick ass and like I said, awesome uh Chuck, man, absolutely some of my favorite movies. Kate, I'm not sure I'm familiar with you right off, but man, I appreciate you guys coming here and I'm sure uh all the affinity army is gonna be stoked and probably even safe from an army. So thank you guys very much. Have a great day. I'm gonna drop down. Uh, cheers, sir. Yeah, oh, just just to note, just to note, when when you guys, any of you guys, get onto Adapt, you guys do know that uh, you put our A Nation in. It should have our logo next to it. That's really how you know, like our, our logo and then our name, so and then that's absolutely yeah. Then you know it's legitimately ours, and everything's good to go. Just so you guys have an idea when you see it, if you haven't. And also, y'all have um, y'all been talking with Mobiquity as well. Yes. Uh, yeah. Pump their chart. <laughs> yeah. Pump, 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 pump it up, right? Yeah. <laughs> no. Look, look. It, it's it's <laughs> one. It's, it's it's one of the it's one of the early signs of of how people recognize the opportunity. This is this is a being the first in my realizing that there's there's no downside to to Hollywood using crypto and Hollywood needing crypto. Uh, we just bumped up our our own partners with Mobiquity, we're happy about it. They're terrific. Smart money, right? That's NASDAQ. So then they, uh, the quote, quote, they say smart money. So now let the eyes turn and let them, you know, see. And they they will have to watch from the outside uh, until they learn how to get in. And those people take a little bit of time to get in. They're going to be behind you guys. So that's that's what the, the point is, is like, um these are the people that will be the pioneers, the front end, the front people, the standing soldiers, and then they have to follow suit. So. Kate, Kate and I are both dedicated to having our holders back. We will build a company. There'll be great news. There'll be new films one step at a time until we get to our full momentum. So we want people that want to stay in. We're going to increase the value through the relationship with our film company. So I'm going to say I'm thank you. Chuck. Chuck Russell, sorry to interrupt you. I want you to say here for me. We appreciate greatly for you guys coming here today. And, uh, you know, thank you for entertaining me through the years. And I look forward to the new entertainment to come. It's coming, man. It's coming. Be, be part of it. We need that new talent. All right. Chuck, I, I hope actually, you come back on here. Oh, no, I'm happy to. Kate will tell you. You uh, yeah. are welcome anytime. It, it's grassroots, man. And this is how we get out to the grassroots. I want you to know where our our will is to make something great, and uh, I don't I don't like the side of crypto where people play it like a, a mathematics game. Uh, I like the side of crypto to to create a whole new way to make films globally, globally, gang. So, thank you all. God bless. I'm I'm out, Cade. You can continue. Yeah, okay. I just want to say uh, uh, before I leave, I want to say thank you to Adam. Thank you with our marketing. Um, HR pretty much, uh, Zach, and then uh, thank you to Chris. Uh, he's been a, a big uh, help, not only that, but a supporter, you know? Absolutely. So I appreciate you guys. Same to all those guys. Getting to meet yeah. you and getting to know you, getting to work with you has been a big deal for me, so thank you. And, and uh, if I could say uh, one thing that, that hasn't been said, uh, Kate and I are going to be planning a uh, octagon fight in Vegas <laughs> uh, sorry, in the near future. I, I know who to put on. Hello, guys. <laughs> We're gonna run bets. <laughs> All right, man. All right, guys. Take care. Have a wonderful Take day. Yeah. Have a good one. Bye, bye, bye. Yep. Be well, guys. Be well. God bless. Bye, guys.
Bye-bye. Thank you, Kate. I appreciate you coming as well, sir. Amazing work. All right. Uh, that was entertaining, no? You, you guys didn't think Affinity Sundown had it in them, did you? <laughs> no, that was, that was awesome. Uh, Chris, what'd you think, brother? No, those guys uh, are awesome. We've been talking to them for quite a long time. I know um, Zach a few months back, and I believe our uh, community member Joel had the uh, privilege and opportunity to speak with Cade one-on-one in person, uh, like I said, quite a while ago, um, and then introduced myself and the rest of the team to them, uh, come up with some really great creative ideas, how we can collaborate in the future. Uh, we're still trying to hash out some of those things. Obviously, you you hear about what they're trying to do, uh, and, and you can just use your imagination as to how ADAPT could be part of that um, if we, you know, come up with a good solid plan uh, that's mutually beneficial for everyone on that. So those talks will continue to happen. Uh, we love those guys. Kate is an awesome dude, uh, as you guys all know now. Uh, and Chuck is a great guy as well. So uh, I'm excited to have them uh, <coughs> definitely a part of, of DeFi and a part of uh, the entire uh, Affinity and Unite DeFi uh, movement. So it's just great. So powerful, man. So powerful. I, I'm really looking forward to see what's going to happen with this, you know? And, you know, if this is just one of the partnerships that you guys pulled together, I can't wait to see what else Affinity's got up their sleeves, man. Man, you got a full deck up those sleeves. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He died. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That kind of went the wrong way, I guess, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Now you're on target, but uh, you know, in in true affinity fashion, we we have a lot of things that we talk about. We have a lot of people that we're meeting with constantly. Uh, Zach, myself, and and the rest of the team are almost every day in and out of meetings. We don't talk about a whole lot of them, and that's for good reason. Because again, and we say it all the time, we're not here to to you know drum up hype we want to make sure that we get the facts first and give you factual information instead of saying hey we might have this person that we're talking to and then what happens if it falls through then we got egg on our face so we don't want to deal with that um, but we are constantly talking to people every day trying to create the biggest and best partnerships that we possibly can uh, and there's a lot in works right now um, and you know we uh I was, actually i was just talking on the phone today with heather and we were talking about, uh, you know, just the way business works in general, uh, that, you know, we get so used to uh, crypto projects and, and, and Chuck touched on this as well. You know, we get so used to like the, the status quo for these, uh, you know, flash in the pan crypto projects that come out, uh, you know, and they, or people like to call themselves CEO or they like to call themselves an organization and they really have no idea what that means. They really don't care. Uh, they're just trying to do something real quick to turn a buck and abandon the project or whatever it may be and let it die. Uh, we're really running this thing like it should be, running it uh, with the knowledge and experience of years and years of business background, financial background, uh, discipline, integrity. And that's how it should be. And that's why I think when you see people, they, they, it, it confuses them. And rightfully so, I, I'm not, I don't blame anybody for coming into, say, Affinity or any other project that's kind of, if they're doing the right things, that's moving a little slow because we're not used to that in the crypto world, or at least in DeFi with the tokens. You know, 
we're not really used to seeing things move a little slow and, and take that time and build out the right way. We're used to this stuff where it needs to happen in two, three weeks or it's dead. We need to change that mindset, right? Now, obviously, in some of these tokens, that mindset holds true. So you need to be able to identify for yourself by doing your own research, which ones are the ones that are doing it right and that deserve the time and the opportunity to continue and push forward and move, move the needle and which ones maybe you should be abandoning and taking your profits and doing whatever you need to do with that. But that's on you. Uh, so really, that's where we stand. And that's why when we're, we're pushing things forward the, with the, uh, the uh, uh, corporation switch over, uh, and I do want to make something else because uh, another thing Chuck touched on with uh, VCs and things like that. We are going to pursue that. Uh, but one of the big differences between us and some of the other people that have gone down that road is we will never, ever at any time be offering any affinity token as part of the deal. Uh, these these will be equity investors that we'd be looking at that would be taking uh, you know, an interest in the actual company venture, not getting free tokens as part of the deal. Uh, I won't have that. I won't allow anybody to, to uh, get some tokens and dump on anybody. We haven't even sold a single token to fund anything that has to do with this in the last eight and a half months. I'm not going to allow anybody else to do that. So um, I want to make that very clear as you start hearing things going forward. No, absolutely. I don't blame you. You know, I invested in Affinity uh, because I heard about the project and I learned more about the project. And it was like, I got to have a piece of this. You know, I feel really strongly about your product and uh, what you guys got coming down the road. And I ain't selling. <laughs> I ain't selling. Um, hey, why we got you here for a few minutes, if, if you have a few minutes, um, I noticed some great things that you guys had uh, shared on Affinity Friday. Uh, last week. Uh, is there a couple tidbits you might be able to uh, share with us tonight that you shared on Friday that uh, we haven't brought up yet? Yeah. I mean, do you have anything specific? Uh, well, nothing you really haven't heard. I would say there's obviously more details and everything because we try to fit this huge, like, five-year <laughs> roadmap and pipeline in about an hour and a half. Uh, so there's obviously more details. Uh, you know, I guess one thing I can touch on more because we do get a lot of questions about it. And rightfully so. We, we have a lot of details that are going to need to be hashed out, especially in the public. Um, and, and that's really surrounding the lounge, right? That's probably the big thing. That's one of the biggest things. And uh, that's going to surround our, you know, next year and a half, two years, uh, you know, from a scalability standpoint. So, what we're really trying to do with that that lounge aspect, which is the brick and mortar, if you didn't hear about it on Affinity Friday, this is one thing that Affinity is going to be pushing forward with. The idea behind this was to actually not even release this information until the business plan came out. We were going to get some 3D models and, and a lot of other things to kind of support the idea so the, the people in the community can really see where we're coming from because it's a tough thing to just verbally explain. Uh, there's a lot to it. Nothing like this really exists. There's a bunch of other things that like, separate they cover different pieces of some of it but all together there's nothing like this so it's tough to visualize it really uh just through me talking to you so there was things that we wanted to do but uh with us moving forward and talking to certain individuals and and we wanted to put a little more work and effort and time into the business plan so i didn't want to keep people hanging so i want to let you know what we were doing uh understood when when we're 
when we're really bringing forth this idea of, of the lounge or whatever you want to call it, I've heard it called a million different things. We don't know exactly what it's going to be called yet, but uh, the idea is to really take this to a cultural level. Okay. When you look at crypto, it's, it's cultural in the standpoint of social media online, or you might read about it in the news or see it on, on the news. Uh, but you don't really see it in the world. You don't really see any opportunities to collaborate and meet people and, and uh, learn about it in the real world. We talk about the metaverse a lot. That's great. Metaverse is cool. It's, it's going to be the future of a lot of things. But again, we still live in the real world. What do we do about that? How do we make this a real cultural, cultural boom and reach the masses? There are a lot of people that don't want to deal with social media. There are a lot of people that don't want to watch the news. Uh, there are a lot of people that just don't want to be involved in most of the stuff that we're used to. I know as, as the younger generation, it's much easier, and this is kind of what they've grown up on, kind of in between that, that mix where uh, you know social media, and I've, I've watched the internet grow up and evolve, but at the same time, I can understand some of the other folks that just they want to be in a, in a physical location and meet face-to-face -face or, or do that kind of thing. Um, so what we're doing is we're, we're building these uh, these these lounges or these uh, facilities that are, are going to be mostly crypto and technology themed. That's the theme of the whole thing is to really, when you walk in that door, we want you to just be engulfed in, in that atmosphere of this is fun. This is exciting. This is technology. This is where crypto is going. So we want so you to just walk through that door and you just, you just can't help yourself, but to get excited. So are you saying it's going to be like a uh, an internet cafe or an affinity cafe that you can learn about cryptocurrency and so forth inside such a place? So take that as maybe 20 to 30% of it. And then the other 20, 30% of it would be more like a sports bar wow. uh, where it's instead of a sports theme, though, obviously, like I'm talking, it's crypto and tech themed. And then the other piece of that would be, uh, you know, a, a, a learning center mixed with a little bit of like a, a Best Buy because we'll have some things you can purchase there. And, and if you want to get into crypto, you can obviously you could just pick up a hard wallet right there uh, and some other things. But it, it really is a mash of all of that. Uh, one of the big differences, and, and I know it keeps getting pigeonholed into cafe, right? Because we want to serve coffee there. Who the hell doesn't want to serve coffee, right? Um, oh, okay. Because I'm sitting right. outside of Hooters right now, and I can see, like, you know, the Affinity Hooters or something like that. But, yeah, know, right. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wait. Chris, are we going to... I'm just messing with you. Just are we going to have Black Rifle Coffee there? We ought to keep it military, right? Yeah, we might. We, we could, there's a whole lot of options we're thinking of there, right? Uh, but, yes, absolutely. I'm very familiar with Black Rifle. Uh, you know, and there's opportunities for, say, there's other projects I know that are doing things like creating energy drinks. Well, we can have them as exclusive energy drinks in these facilities, you know, and really bring other cryptos communities products and projects into this atmosphere. Uh, and, and again, that ties into the, the Unite DeFi theme. This is what we want to do. So if, if I was to give you the, the, if you would try to pick my mind and say, what is it that you're really envisioning without seeing the 3D markups and all that stuff because they're not complete yet, I want you to picture walking into your favorite, um, your favorite sports bar or whatever bar it is, but strip all the sports out of it and replace it all with technology and crypto in an exciting environment.
like I said, TVs up on the wall, streaming uh, market news, some of his streaming uh, gaming stuff, technology, whatever's going on, uh, but has an actual wraparound bar. And behind that bar would be where you can get your, your coffee, lattes, or whatever you like, that kind of thing. But we'd also have beer and wine as well. Right? And then you can go in there and you can sit there and talk to whoever it is. You can sit at the bar. You can sit in the lounge area uh, and just be in that environment. Talk crypto. Uh, there'll be people there that will, will uh, you know, obviously assist in that kind of thing and educate. There'll also be a, uh, a separate room that can either be rented out for fantasy football uh, things or, or whatever have you. But at the other, on the other sense, when we're utilizing it, it'll be used for actual training where we can uh, hold classes on... Uh, you know, what is crypto? You know, what is blockchain? What is, you know, uh, anything? You know, there's a number of things we can do. And we're also going to go down the road of actually trying to get an official certification where we will have the licensing on and an official certification that people can earn. And we're not talking about a financial certification where we're teaching people how to trade. It would be teaching people just about, uh, you know, blockchain technology why, what is cryptocurrency? You know, you can have blockchain without cryptocurrency. Uh, you know, you can't have cryptocurrency without blockchain, but blockchain can exist. You don't have to ride uh, cryptocurrency over a blockchain. There are many other uses for it. So just teaching people about all this stuff and, and allowing people to walk through the door. There's a lot of people that are curious about cryptocurrency. They don't know where to go. Where do they go? Right. They go to YouTube and they watch Adam's videos. Right. No, <laughs> no I love you, Adam. That's not... You know, you know what no. I'm getting at, though. That's only yeah. going to get you sit down with Adam. If you, you know, if I live in 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 Boston, I right. can't go just sit down with Adam, uh, but I can go into one of these places and I can say, "Hey, you know, just start talking." But you know, everybody in there is likely going to be at least into technology or, or crypto, so the odds are you're going to get something, or you can sign up for one of our classes or, or ping us. Um, but really, that that theme right. is and, just amazing. And if they're hanging it out, yeah, absolutely. And if they're hanging in there, you can also capture on, say, you know, uh, their Wi-Fi connection. You know, you have a portal that you're connecting to the Wi-Fi and basically lead into possibly courses that you guys could teach there and have all this information as they connect to your Wi-Fi when they come to the location. As Abs well. Absolutely. All and what, and, the, and the, the piece that I didn't mention yet is these facilities are all going to utilize ADAPT as the PO. Oh, oh, somebody fell on the blockchain. <laughs> I think Chris uh, dropped. But but in all honesty, while we wait for Chris to reconnect, if you were to go back, you know, 15 years ago and, you know, you're watching all these movies and you did you ever think you'd be talking to a movie producer on, on a Twitter space? And Not at all, dude. Yeah, that was awesome, man. Slick Rick, that was cool, right? Yeah, I don't even know what happened. I mean, I I, I got on the blockchain or something. I, mean, I was in the conversation with you guys earlier, but I was like, holy crap. I mean, really? The guy who did the mask? I mean, right, I, man. I'm 38 years old, and shit, I mean, I watched that at least <laughs> handfuls and handfuls of times, I mean, over the years. I mean, it's Absolutely. crazy. That's like yeah, you would watch like at least once a year, you know what I mean? If you know, if that was the only way you watched it, you know. 
Yeah, yeah. I know Cyclic actually and a couple other users were uh, messaging me uh, earlier what's the best way that they could purchase A Nation. Uh, and, you know, Chris, could you uh, maybe elaborate a little bit more clearly on that for yeah. the best way for them to be able to purchase A, a Nation as well as any other tokens that are up there? A lot yeah, because yeah, actually. I need to get a yeah. I need to get a, a affinity. I need to get you guys too. But yeah, money's tight. But that's a different story. Yeah, but, yeah. absolutely. Uh, I'm uh, get you guys, and I want to get into a nation too. Because yo, that's full. Oh. <laughs> I mean, dude, I walked in here to to see how you guys were, you know, because I'm I'm really curious about you guys still. Because you know, I'm safe, moon, and enhanced, and all that. So yep. I'm just like, wow. I was like, okay. I was like, I just stepped into like. Okay, a movie producer, you know, like these guys, oh, right on. <laughs> uh, as I've said many times before inside my intros, you never know who's going to be on Affinity Sundown. So, Chris, go ahead. You got the floor, sir. Yeah. Uh, let me just finish my thought really quick. Uh, Victor, you got something for us, though? Yeah, I was going to say, uh, I think uh, Brandon had a question for you. I see him with his hand up, but uh, if you want to finish your yeah, statement. 30 seconds, we'll 30 seconds, because I got bounced. So I just want to finish in the middle. No, so, not a problem. You got fair, you're the floor. Yeah, so uh, Adapt is going to be utilized, and we will accept fiat as well. Some people are assuming, well, how are you going to do that if, if crypto isn't mass adopted? You're going to support a whole business. No, we're not, we're not naive to that. But the goal is to slowly start rolling people more and more into crypto. But Adapt will be the POS system. For all the stores, because remember, we are looking to go down the franchise route with this and franchise these out and sell this franchise licenses to not only potentially other crypto projects, but anybody else that wants to open these up. Uh, yeah, um, I'm all set. I'd be happy to open one in South Carolina. Let's talk, baby. There you go, man. Go ahead, Brandon. I'm in Hawaii, so I can bring one to Hawaii. Perfect. Hey guys, good after, good evening, Ashley. Um, is this, I have a question for Chris. Actually, did you guys get this uh, idea from the Warrior Zone and the on military bases, or where'd you guys get the idea from? The idea for the the lounge, we'll call it. For yeah, now. the phys physical locations. Yeah. So I I didn't. So this idea, I actually had for something else many years ago. The Bringing the crypto piece into it was uh, obviously something fresh since we launched Affinity. But I've been building out the plan to uh, make this happen for many years. But since I was in the military, uh, active, active, and and you know all that, it's much more difficult to kind of put the time and energy into that. And there's a lot of red tape you got to go through in order to make that happen. So I just kept sitting on the idea and building on it. And now that I retired about a year and a half ago, uh, I'm free to run with a lot of these things. Yeah, I just bring up the question because I actually also retired roughly around a year ago. And I was stationed in uh, Washington, Fort Lewis. And yep. we have something called a, uh, a warrior zone, which is a lounge. And we have a bunch of PCs. We have classrooms where they could have classes and also basically what you described yep. the whole way. It, it was that to me. That's why I was asking. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're talking about, too, because it's, it's kind of like a, a, a piece of... Um... Uh, like when you go to the um, the place USA. in the airport. Yes, thank you. Yeah, the USO in the airport, something like that. But um, obviously, yes, it would be that would be a very basic piece of it. But yeah, it's for us, it's like that atmosphere. You know, people are very subjective to uh, being in a in a in an atmosphere that's conducive for excitement, and uh, that's really what we want to portray as well and get people excited uh, about crypto and and. It, some of you may or may not see in the tweet that I had put out uh, in response to uh, David, uh, his meme token tweet. 
Uh, but I truly believe in that. One of the things that we really have to focus on is, is, is definitely a multi-level education process. And what I mean by multi-level is not just reaching out to uh, some, a few people or a few hundred or a thousand people on, on Twitter or on Telegram. Uh, it, it's really about reaching every single level of uh, education level, uh, background, uh, you know, social economic status, whatever it may be, businesses, uh, whoever you are, uh, education needs to be tailored to those different levels uh, because everybody's in a different place. You know, some people understand technology, so it's easier for them to grasp. Some don't. Some people understand finance, some don't. So I'm sure you get the point. So we really want to focus on that multi-level uh, education process and get everybody involved. Awesome. Yeah. One, I have one more question. Sorry. Um, Not that for, for people that are, I know you guys are starting out. Uh, I forgot the place, but, or the state, but I know you guys are starting out where you guys are at, yep. but um, will you guys uh, give services like classes and all that stuff or the certificate for the crypto um, for online? Yes. Because I like yep. right now. Okay. Because I'm living in Mexico right now. Um, and, and I was wondering about that. Yep. So we are in Massachusetts. So naturally, you would, and all of us uh, live in Massachusetts, except for Zach, but he lives very, very close to where we are. Um, so it naturally makes sense for us to do that, you know, where we all are, uh, especially as the first one, kind of a, a test bed and then expand from there. But yes, absolutely. That would be the goal is to create this program, develop the entire program, uh, go through the process of getting it uh, sanctioned by all the uh, the appropriate people that need to certify it to make it an official certification, and then uh, just go from there and offer it online and whatever we need to do. No, I'll just let you know I wasn't kidding. Myrtle Beach is going to have an affinity club. I'm not kidding. I, uh, I like Myrtle Beach, offline, man. <laughs> you talk to me offline, we'll work on it, brother. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, just a quick note, uh, Adam did have a little technical issue. We apologize he had to leave, um, but uh, we appreciate him, as always, for being here and for him introducing us to all these great products, including starting with Affinity and going into A-Nation and all these other products. But, you know, we thank you, Adam. You know, our hats off to you, brother, because I know you'll hear this later. Uh, we have our... Mac, you're up, brother. Hey, thanks, brother. Hey, thanks for having me up. I just had a quick question. Uh, so I know it's probably it's in, in, in its infancy, but uh, what is the process uh, for, for to be placed on the whitelist for a potential uh, franchise, number one? And then number two, you know, obviously there's a lot of vets. We've been all around. We've seen different things in, in different countries. Uh, will, will the lounge uh, have also like the, the capability, like the PC bongs from Korea, where you can do mass gaming events? Things of that. Yes. And then the third piece of my question would be uh, when you're looking at establishing these franchises, uh, is there any gateways going into producing those classes that you're certifying to provide uh, DOD, right? Any entity, pick your service uh, with blockchain, right? Because you said it up front, right? You know, you know, you can run blockchain. Private blockchain is not common amongst most people. Uh, but there is applications that could be used within the DoD that blockchain could definitely improve on. So those are my questions, and thank you. Oh, and <laughs> great! I love this guy because he's he's reading my mind. Uh, those are things that we definitely want to want to get tap into all of that. Uh, obviously, being I wasn't only in in the military, but I was also a defense contractor for the better part of uh, 
probably close to eight years. Uh, so I know a lot about defense contracting. I know how to uh, get into that world. So uh, whether it be through a contract or just uh, partnering with the DOD uh, with certifications, things like that, uh, absolutely, that's definitely a way to go. There's a lot of revenue to be derived from there. Uh, and as far as the facilities, I know what you're talking about. And yes, uh, we are very much into the gaming world. And we really want to, one of our goals, and Zach will tell you, is to hit the gaming market hard. That is such an untapped market for crypto because you wouldn't think so. But really, when you start delving into it and talking to the, 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 you know, the key players or, or people that have been in gaming and streaming for quite a while, they have like this loathe for crypto, uh, partly because, and this sounds silly, but partly because of the impact it had on the price of video cards for mining. Uh, when mining really took off, you remember a couple of years ago, especially when COVID hit and people were sitting at home mining. And then there was also the shortage. Uh, video cards went through the roof. If you could even get one, you even still can't really get one. Yeah. Expensive. yeah, exactly. If you can even find one. So the gaming market really has this loathe for crypto and we want to break down those barriers. Thank you. Chris, you know what I was thinking, you know, and obviously you're late years ahead of what I'm thinking, probably. I'm just a, you know, a grunt. I'm joking. But, uh, what, right, man. You know how, Plenty yeah, of crowns to go around. He's always a grunt. <laughs> but, uh, you know how people like, especially my son, he, you know, he goes, he plays Call of Duty all the time and he's in tournaments and stuff, but they're always trying to buy skins and everything else. How much better would it be if you could use Adapt to purchase skins or, you know, join tournaments or do X, Y, and Z instead of typing in your credit card number and use, you know, a stable coin like BUSD or, you know, whatever it is. Is that a possibility? Are you going to, before he answers that, are you going to pay your kid back in, uh, in Affinity? <laughs> For the losses inside your gaming, <laughs> <laughs> no, he he's twelve years old and he destroys uh, him and his friends. They, I, I don't know if they just. I, I'm not on that level. I'm like running into walls. He's jumping over shit and shooting everyone and headshots and sniper kills. And I'm like, ah, oh, hey, I got two kills this game. <laughs> and how old is he again? Uh, twelve. Right there, exactly. <laughs> yeah yeah of, of course um we definitely want to go to that we actually have another couple ideas that we're, we're exploring that would even uh take it one step further um you know that we'll we'll talk about soon or sometime in the near future uh you know as far as the gaming world and dealing with crypto and, and being able to, to transact and do things like that um you know i, I did realize that i kind of forgot to answer one of the and he left unfortunately uh, but when it comes to uh, licensing for the franchise and what the boundaries would be, uh, we want to have, in our best best to our ability, a uh, lower uh, boundary of entry uh, to allow people to get in. Because I, I've been there. Um, once upon a time, I was uh, I was about to open up a couple franchises uh, under a franchise license, and uh, you know decided not to when I really started uh, digging deep into what the franchise was about and all that. But at any rate. Uh, some of these franchises are, are very difficult and very expensive to get into. One, we want to be able to accept crypto as a, a way to um, get into the, the licensing, which uh, we know is legal and, and easily done. Um, 
So we will be able to do that. Uh, and then also we want to, you know, kind of eliminate some of these, uh, you know, higher caps on certain things. But we have to really go through that and discuss that as time goes on. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't expect it to be anything insane where you can just say, you know, well, I'm not going to be able to afford it or I'm not, you know, whatever it is. Uh, we really want this thing to take off and be big. We're not trying to put any kind of red tape in front of anybody. We want to make sure that everybody's responsible and knows what they're getting into. But at the same time, we want to make sure that uh, everybody has an opportunity. That is so wonderful, man. You guys are amazing. Amazing. I don't know. You're amazing. It should be called amazing, not Kennedy. Uh, dude, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you some Vaseline and uh, a rubber glove so you don't uh, catch anything from Chris. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh... Hey, hey, talk to me later, man. <laughs> you got it, baby. <laughs> I'm, I'm just messing around. Dad knows I love him, but uh, Chris, you know I, you know I love you too. Your devs, you know your team, and uh, I always, uh, like I said, I've never ever cared about a project dipping. I just, you know, I don't even look at the chart. I don't care. You guys are, like I said, I say it all the time. You guys are so transparent. You guys are so upfront. You never promise price predictions. You never, you know, over deliver. You guys are just phenomenal. And I, uh, I got some Vaseline too, bro. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And before, uh, before Mac answers this question, I see he's got his hand up. I, I do want to touch on that, that chart thing just for a second. Uh, and I'm not going to get too much into it. You know, I, I know I've seen how our chat got, uh, but I just do want at least so everybody knows who's out there, you know, listening and, and is like, what the hell? Uh, if you haven't heard already what's going on, we did just have one of our, I think he might have been the second biggest, if not the biggest holder or whatever. Uh, we knew it was coming at some point. Uh, it wasn't that whatever, you know, we knew at some point he was going to be looking for an exit. Uh, very, very impatient person. Uh, I'm not going to speak ill on anybody. I'm not going to give any names. And I, and I do wish everybody the best, including him. Um, but we knew this was coming. He, he kind of bought towards the all-time high, uh, which for us, our all-time high still wasn't even that much higher than where we were. Uh, but again, when I talked earlier about the way we'd run our process and how we're running it the right way and not trying to pump things and dump things, we want it for long-term uh, feasibility. It, it didn't fit into this individual's uh, trading or, or investment strategy. So they decided to exit. Um, and when you look at what happened to the chart over the last couple of days, that's really all it was. Again, it was our first or second largest holder. So that's why it obviously looks worse than it is. But there was almost no panic selling or follow on selling other than a few people here and there. But nothing like you've seen in other other projects happen. Most of that selling, those major red candles you see, was that one individual exiting who has exited completely, uh, and then we stabilized again. So, I, you know, I'm not a chart person. I don't really, right now, uh, we're working and building. I don't have time to focus on whether or not I can pump a chart. Um, we're very transparent about that. So if you get in, understand the chart's going to do what it does based off of whatever information we give and whatever we're putting out. But we do not spend our days sitting there trying to pump the chart. I'm not going to do it. So if you get into Affinity, waiting for me to just put out some hype, uh, you're in the wrong project. But if you're in, if you're looking for something to get into, that we're building everything the right way, solid foundation, and eventually uh, we are going to have some of the, the the most incredible innovative products and and facilities and everything else going with a very solid real company, then you're in the right place.
Well, I'll, I'll tell you right now. Sorry. Oh, make this yeah. I wasn't scared at all. I mean, I, I looked at it as a super sale. All right, it's great. Thank you. Yep. I, I honestly, the uh, I, real quick, Bear, what I liked out of this whole, you know, uh, I guess we'll call it a social experiment, <laughs> but <laughs> if you look at the volume and the rewards, it actually gave you a taste of the, you know, the reward aspect of the token and the project. Because, I mean, I think there was something like 258,000 in uh, volume and my rewards were just on, they were insane. I was like, holy crap. You know, obviously (laughs) it was, it was really cool to see because that gives you a taste of what your rewards could be like when Affinity does, you know, come up, you know, with all their uh, projects and delivers on everything. I think that that's exciting. Absolutely. Yeah, it was a freaking great reward day for the whole community. Very exciting. We we very much loved it. Absolutely. Uh, I, like I said, I wasn't scared at all. It was just a big sale opportunity for me to buy more. <laughs> I appreciate it. Hell yeah. Mac, what's up, brother? Uh, Chris, I don't know if you know, uh, not to give too much of uh, Mac's information out there, but he's, uh, he's a warrant officer in the Army. And uh, I've had the pleasure of uh, talking to him before. Great guys. And uh, he's really knowledgeable with technology like you. Oh, so, awesome. Yeah, he's a, he's a good guy. Mac, what do you got for us, brother? <laughs> Thanks for putting me on blast, man. Uh, <laughs> you guys have did, you, did, did you have a warrant out from Invictus? Say again? I said, did you have a warrant out from Invictus that I got to meet? Bear, Bear doesn't know oh. what a warrant officer is. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously not. To, to be seen and not heard. Oh, my goodness. Now, I, so just talk about your uh, your lounges one more time. Yep. Uh, during the planning stages, if an individual is selected as a uh, potential facility host, right, or yep. IZ, uh, I assume that majority of the design aspect would be managed at the corp- at the parent company level, right? Is is there any any type of planning that's tying back into renewable energy example, right? So I'm looking at standing up a solar farm right down from if I'm lucky, right? Yep. And tying it back into to produce intrinsic value to put, to support my current operation as well. But are you, is there any type of renewable energy type of deal that's going to be built into it, or that would be objected to to adding it to your lounge? Definitely no objections. Uh, we don't we don't have a plan. Not that we're against it, obviously at all. Uh, but that's not a, a part of the initial plan. But again, unlike some other franchises that we've seen out there, and and I'm very very familiar with the typical franchise model, uh, we do want to give a lot more freedom uh, to the franchisee. So uh, as far as even branding, right? One of the ideas that we had was that which when we when we get some names we've get we've gotten uh, solicited with a few potential names from the community uh which we definitely appreciate but we want to make sure that we we under people understand that what we're trying to do is keep the name semi-generic uh, because obviously the name will have to re- remain uh right for brand recognition that's part of the franchise license but what we want to do is allow the individual franchisee to kind of uh add their own flavor and their own branding to it for instance if another crypto project was to uh, take out a franchisee license and open up one of these uh, facilities near them, then they can go ahead and, and, and decorate and kind of brand it out in their own crypto project while maintaining the, the same name of the company, uh, but they don't necessarily have to deck it out in affinity stuff and, and all that good stuff. The only requirements we will have is obviously that Adapt remains the POS system for, for all crypto transactions, the name, and then a few other minor things. 
But if you want to do, if you want to go with solar, you want to do some other things, more power to you. Gotcha. Thank you. No problem. Yeah, that's definitely interesting because you know you're going to definitely have the people that are you know is it environmentally friendly this and that you know but uh, you know that it depends on the market that you're in I suppose and uh, I know you guys are still in the uh, very early planning stages and stuff like that lots yep. of details to iron out because you guys have a business plan that you're working on that's probably the size of a Bible the book of Chris. <laughs> The book of Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, not to take anything away from everybody else either, but I know Zach's been working really hard on, uh, we have a whole marketing uh, section. I kind of make Zach uh, work his fingers on that one uh, <laughs> and everything else. But absolutely. yeah, and, and that's what's cool about it too, because the, the kind of people that we are and the kind of company that we're trying to run, we want to be able to support people. So absolutely, if somebody says, hey, you know what? I really want to franchise one of these, but I don't really know what to do. I don't really know what I want to do for Bernie. Well, we'll supply all that stuff and we'll, we'll brand it out for you, but we want to give the freedom of, you know, putting your own uh, mark on it, you know, uh, not gutting it and changing it completely. But, you know, the, from a branding perspective, or if you have a better idea how you can run something or anything like that, you don't get that with franchises right now. They basically tell you, this is how it's going to be. Don't change anything. You have to do it this way. Um, and that's to protect their image. I understand that, but we're going to do things a little different. Right. So they can open a Hooters if they wanted to with the dad. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I actually, I just sent a picture. Damn. No. I said I wasn't bullshitting you, bro. I am sitting outside of freaking Hooters. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. I, I got to give it up to Bear, you know, with the move and everything. Uh, Bear, uh, you you made it happen tonight, and you know, like Bear was saying before, he just moved. He moved down from New York. He's in South Carolina. He's in the process of moving into our house right now, and uh, he had no Wi-Fi, so he got in his car, left his old lady, and he is sitting in front of Hooters. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> just an old saying. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, dude, uh, Bear, I just want to let you know we all appreciate you. Thank you for sitting in front of Hooters. Hey, well, it's the while we entertainment industry, man, the show must go on, and I hate letting people down. And I know I screwed up royally last week trying to do it for my ninety-five. I know now you can't, you can't drive and host a freaking Twitter space at the same time. It won't happen again. But things will get more solid once we get moved in tomorrow. Starting uh, my internet connections up, and next week I will be sitting at some sort of a desk inside a house, and. Uh, start my new chapter of life man uh, but thank you for the uh vote of confidence there Victor. I mean, this is actually a great show again i love when we supersede our previous episodes and just make it better and better and i couldn't do this without invictus and without hell's fury without affinity without chris without uh you know zach and dude i, I i'm again i'm adam, so adam without adam adam no no i, I wasn't disregarding adam i i, I talked to him all the freaking every day and, you know, he was giving me props like, brother, you nailed it tonight. I'm like, thank you, man. That means so much. And but again, it, it's everybody is a team. You know, it, it, it takes a village. It's, it's not one person. It's everybody all together. Even yummy, yummy. You know, we, we've got our own Sam Elliott. I mean, you know, yummy, please. You're free to chime in, my brother. Hey, guys, actually, uh, before Chris has to go, because I know he has to probably run and do some uh, some work. Um, is there going to yeah, be? I do. 
sponsorship uh, stuff available, you know, have like a Pepsi, Coke, other type of uh, maybe beverage and, and stuff, uh, bidding wars uh, for, for sponsorships available for the franchisees. You know it. Very nice. You know it. Anyway, we can, because uh, it's got to happen anyway, right? You got to have products. You got to have uh, all kinds of that stuff anyway. So you might as well uh, drive some revenue and drive for the business, drive for the token holders. So we'll do it. 100%. Chris, you're the man. I know he's got to run and I know he's a busy guy. So if anyone has any questions, you guys want to come on up, you know, uh, quick questions. Chris will fire out answers, I'm sure of it. And uh, we'll get him on his way. And, you know, again, Chris, thank you for your time coming on the show and uh, always being transparent and uh, open with us. And thank you for your confidence yeah. in us for being able to hold these spaces uh, on the behalf of, uh, you know, supporting Infinity. Yeah, I was going to say, absolutely. Um, you know, even though I, I really don't have a choice, right? That's what the beauty of this country is, free speech. But uh, <laughs> but I will say, uh, yeah, absolutely, we support it. So that's that's the that's the thing. We support what you guys are doing uh, and, and encourage it. So yeah, we appreciate that you guys hold these every Wednesday uh, and, and talk about, you know, not only Affinity, but bringing on some other great projects like uh, A Nation. And and uh, I know you've had Enhance and a few others on here. So that's that's awesome. Uh, yeah. if, while we're waiting on questions, uh, if anybody has any questions, uh, I do want to answer one more. Um, so we, we get asked a lot as well as to, um, well, if you're doing facilities, uh, is that going to take away from, or how does it tie into all of the development you're doing? Right. Because they're two, you can look at it as two totally different things. Uh, one's physical, obviously, and, and it supports crypto and supports adapt and all the products we're doing. And then the other one is is actually developing and putting out uh, applications and, and software uh, on the blockchain and, and for everybody to use. Well, two things. One, obviously, like I just mentioned, Adapt is going to be part of anything that we do. Adapt is going to be center stage and, and be the, uh, the, the crypto uh, uh, payment system. Aside from that, uh, we had discussed, well, what would we do if we had, I don't know, an office or a place to, to uh, once we start... Uh, getting bigger and, and, and needing to uh, move things quicker and have more employees. It didn't make sense, especially if you know me at all, to just spend money on office space. Uh, it, it doesn't generate revenue. It costs overhead to just have office space. So I said, well, what can we do that would facilitate that? Well, let's create, let's build it right inside of this facility where we can have, you know, it's not going to be anything crazy, but we'll have an office in there. Uh, where we can, uh, you know, do what we need to do. Uh, if we need to get together or anything like that, we can utilize the, uh, the the teaching room area as a conference or whatever we need to do, uh, but actually have our office generating revenue for us every day rather than just having an office. Not only that, uh, but as these things start standing up across the country and we begin to travel to see them or, or meetings or whatever we need to do, uh, we can have deals with those those individuals opening them where we can stop in and we can meet with them and, and, and kind of do any kind of meetings or collaborations we need at these facilities across the country. So I'm always looking for ways to save money, limit overhead, and increase value. So that's one thing. Uh, the other piece is the revenue that gets derived from these places can also help hire more developers, uh, hire more staff, uh, pay for marketing, uh, things like that, where right now we 100% rely very much like a nation, very much uh, we rely... Uh, exclusively on the reflections that come in from the marketing wallet. Like them, we don't sell any tokens from the marketing wallet. We just have 
uh, a four percent holding in there, so that way we can get ADA and BUSD to then go ahead and spend on marketing, development, anything like that. Um, as we increase revenue from outside sources, we can begin to burn that wallet, which will obviously decrease the supply. And now more rewards are going back to all of you because we need to rely on them less and less as time goes on. So these are all ways that uh, you know the, the holders are going to benefit and how products are going to still continue to get developed without needless increase in overhead. And um, you could probably look to even like for times that it's not being used, have like a, like a, a decent uh, conference room that you could rent out to people that might want to hold an event, like a business event up to a certain amount of people or something like that, right? Yeah, and that's the thing. When I talk about office, it's funny when Zach and I were uh, uh, going through the, the uh, floor layout and he's like, "How? What? how's this size for an office? I'm like, eh, let's, let's shrink it. Let's shrink it. <laughs> You know, uh, how many people can we fit in there? How many desks can we fit in there, elbow to elbow? Uh, you know, but we don't want to take up too much space in there because we want to obviously have space for whatever else. But there are going to be times where uh, we're going to need to get together. And like I said, instead of having our own dedicated uh, conference room or whatever, we'll just schedule time in that room that we have designed up for uh, learning and, and training and, and uh, you know, gaming and whatever else it is. We'll just utilize that room. We'll block it out and obviously uh, have our, our meetings and hold them there. Just, so very uh, smart. Really long-term thinking. Are you going to be potentially providing, uh, or like if we do become like a publicly traded company type of a deal going to the corporation, would there be a um, maybe an IPO where affinity holders and stuff could get, uh, you know, a little bit of first, first uh, <laughs> grab at some of that stuff? Yeah, so we're... I'm actually trying to figure out how I could maybe do that because, for one, and I'm sure you're aware of this, uh, I know you're a smart guy, but there's, yeah. there's some people out there that might just not be savvy enough in the business world to know that, uh, and I want to make sure I answer this as many times as possible, that it, we cannot accept any crypto for equity investment. The SEC won't allow it. Uh, we just can't do it. Yeah. Um, but what we would like to do, even before we go public, I mean, we never know if we're going to go public, but I'm saying I know you're talking super long term. But even while we remain private, uh, we want to uh, hold something, whether it be through Start Engine or WeFunder or something like that, where it's through safes. Uh, if you're not familiar with what a safe is, you can go Google it. Um, and it's basically like owning a promissory note uh, on a debt, a debt that we hold. Um, well, you hold the debt against us, and it will convert to shares of stock in the event that the company ever goes public or uh, you know, a, a VC comes in and, and makes some big whatever. Uh, but go look it up what a safe is and a, and a convertible note. Um, but we want to find a way to offer that, but not only offer that, but try to see how we could do it and give it to uh, holders first and give them the opportunity first. That hasn't really been worked out, especially because we have to go through a third party to make that happen. Um, but at the very least, we, we are going to go down the road of holding a um, fundraising round that would allow the everyday investor uh, to take interest in the equity of the company as opposed to just the token. Uh, because right now, the way that works is you have to be an accredited investor in order to buy stock straight up. But going through one of these third parties allows you to do sort of a crowdfunding type thing where the everyday person can invest as little as $100 and still hold an interest in the equity in the company. 
Exactly. That's what I was looking for. So, and I figured you've already had the answer, but I knew a lot of people probably haven't had that uh, potential uh, buy-in from early, early companies. Awesome. Yep. Thing. No problem. Thank you, Chris. You're a genius. Thank you. Yeah, Chris. Good try. All right. Really appreciate you coming out tonight, Chris, and uh, supporting us as you do and uh, sharing the knowledge and all the great things that Affinity has to offer. And uh, if you haven't gone over to Affinity's Twitter space, their their uh, Telegram, their Discord, uh, you know, find out more about Affinity and see what they have to offer. Uh, we are going to wrap this up in about another uh, few minutes, um, as I'm getting probably more and more difficult to hear because if you hear, I have a storm on top of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! No, nah, it's okay. That's right. Don't forget Affinity Fridays. Affinity Fridays. Yeah. And then move over to Discord and Twitch and play the games. And I want to shout out to my gamers, Merka. America, no you here. Love you. <laughs> uh, I, I got the experience, the full Affinity Friday, uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I can't wait to do it again. I had such a good time just hanging out, the camaraderie. I have not met one sour person over at Affinity. Everybody just loves a project, and everybody just loves spending time and quality time with each other. And it's it's a family. It's great. It really is. No bullshit. Well, we did have one, but they're gone now. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that one. Thanks for that. Thanks for the, yeah. thanks for the sound. <laughs> yeah, and one last final plug before I get out of here. Don't forget that this Sunday is our upcoming Affinity Protocol podcast. Uh, we do it every other Sunday, so we didn't have one last Sunday. Uh, this Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. You can listen to that live on dvradio.net. Or you can catch it when the recording goes uh, a few days later on Podbean and a bunch of other, uh, you know, uh, podcast uh, platforms. So uh, don't forget awesome. to tune that in. DVRadio.net, Sunday mornings, 10 a.m. Eastern time. That's just live. Uh, but I do appreciate everything. Thank you guys for having me on and, and letting me ramble for quite a while and, and listening. Uh, so <laughs> It's never a ramble, brother. We're always happy to hear what you got to say. I appreciate it. Well, I will uh, see you guys around uh, Twitter and Telegram and on Affinity Friday. Thank you very much. And I'm going to go do Thank some work. You. Take Thank it you. easy. <laughs> Have a good night, Chris. You as well. Night, Chris. All right, everybody. I'd say that was a successful show. I'm just saying all this great knowledge we dropped here. Don't. Absolutely. Absolutely great. Don't ever underestimate Affinity Sundown. I'll just tell you that right now. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. My brother's so going to hate me when he listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> what? You met who? Chris? Chuck Russell? He's like, oh, yeah, brother. <laughs> you weren't there. <laughs> And that's the beauty of, uh, you know, holding these Twitter spaces. Not every week, obviously, you know, try to make it exciting on weeks like that. We rely on, you know, our listeners to come up and speak. But uh, you never knew who, who was going to come on the show. You never know who we're going to have as a guest. And uh, like I said, if you go back 15 years ago, did you ever think you'd be listening in a, in a in basically a Zoom conference with Chuck Russell? I, it's It's crazy. Uh, and well. Absolutely. I mean, these guys are great. And, and they're so approachable. 
You know, it's like I've talked to each one of them, like chatted with them inside their, their Telegram group. And it just like every other guy, it's just like us. We put our pants on one leg at a time. And that's how they treat it. You know, they don't let it go to their heads. And that's great. You know, they're just great people. I, I myself am floored at how much uh, Kay's learned uh, in regards to the crypto technologies and, and all blockchain. And I'm like, my head seriously just popping off the top of my head. Seriously, I'm not kidding. Yeah, yeah this quarantine time used to great use. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I took my quarantine time to uh, sit there in a neck brace and look at the Bitcoin charts and say, oh, maybe I should put 10 grand in Bitcoin. And I never did. And now I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, always the woulda, shoulda, coulda. And, and that's the thing with crypto. And that's the thing with investments. It's always going to be shoulda, coulda, woulda. Because you're going to throw $500 in a token and it's going to skyrocket. And you're going to look back and say, what if I put in $5,000? I would have had, you know, a, a million dollars. It's always going to be like that. So, you know, with that being said, whatever you guys put in, you know, it sucks to say because we all wish we could make more money, but we really need to be happy with what we made. You know, we're going to lose, but at the end of the day, you can't put your life savings into a, and gamble on a token. Right. You're better yeah. off going to Atlantic City or Vegas and throwing everything on black at the roulette table. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Don't ever put in anything that uh, you can't afford to lose. You know, it's a, it's a chance you take. And again, this isn't, this hasn't been financial advice. This is just for entertainment and educational purposes only. And please, you know, invest wisely. Don't hurt yourself. Listen, I know you've all sat there. I don't care who was in the room. If you say you didn't, I'm going to call you out and call you a liar. But we've all typed in, you know, how many tokens we have. And if it hits this price, you'd have, you know, $5 million and you're sitting there on your calculator. You're like, oh, I got 10 no, million never tokens. Done. Never, never, <laughs> never, never you're full of crap, bro. <laughs> I broke my calculator. Yeah, exactly. We've all done it. What, there's not enough zeros for how much I'm going to make? i got to turn my, my phone sideways? What the? <laughs> exactly. let, let, me, let me tell you something. When I first got in Safe Moon, I literally would sit there with my buddy all day long and we would like chat like little girls and send screenshots like, bro, if it hits one cent, we're going to have like $15 million or whatever it was. We're like, (laughs) (laughs) we all did it. Absolutely. But it's what it is. Just be careful. Like, like gambling, you know, bet with your head, not over it. Well, any final words for you, Hell's Fury and uh, FF Victus, and we're going to close this baby out. I just want to thank everybody for being here. See y'all next Wednesday. Yeah, thank you, uh, everyone. Thank you, Hell's Fury. Uh, thank you, Bear, for sitting in front of Hooters for us. Um, hopefully, uh, you got to see um, you know something good. <laughs> I'm joking. But seriously, if it weren't for uh, Bear, I have an Android. I can't host the show because... The group will collapse every 15 minutes, but uh, yeah, thank you for doing this. Uh, not a problem. Yes, that is thunder that's outside. <laughs> uh, I do it for everybody. I do it for you guys. You know, I do it for, uh, you know, the community. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, we don't get paid for this. We do this out of the love of our heart and the love of our projects. And, you know, we'll continue to do it. You know, it's just... Uh, we're just trying to help educate the other people that may not know enough about it or, you know, somebody may not have heard of some of these projects such as A-Nation. And, you know, thank you, Infinity, you've gone out there and, uh, you know, made it so easy to buy. And you just wait. Wait until that Adapt comes out, man. 
I'm telling you, it's going to be totally freaking game changing. Totally game changing. You're going to be like, I think they're going to be like, you know, the the AOL or some shit like that. They're going to be freaking explosive. I just hope they just stay up there with it, you know. But uh, that said, thank you everybody who came out and uh, you know shared their thoughts, and we'll do this again next week. All right, same that time, same bat channel. Love you guys. Be safe out there. Thank you.